electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Scott Walker with Jim Cramer at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Carl and David have the morning off today. Let's take a look at futures this morning. Do have some earnings to get through, and we'll see what the read-through is. We're going to open negative if we opened right now, of course. S&P would be down by about 18. Dow would be down triple digits, and we'll get to a couple of Dow stocks this morning that are very important, and that's where our roadmap begins. A pair of big retail reports, Walmart and Home Depot, both topping estimates. Their stocks, though, are moving in opposite directions. Plus, Capital One is buying Discover Financial Services. It's a $35 billion deal. We do have the details. And the CEO of Adobe, he'll be live at Post 9 this morning, a first on CNBC interview breaking down his company's new AI features. We do begin, though, with two big retail names reporting before the bell, both Walmart and Home Depot topping earnings estimates this morning. As we said, though, the stocks are moving in opposite directions. And why don't we take the one that's up? And that is Walmart, Jim, which beat strong uh, holiday, strong e-commerce, comps up 4%. They're coming in aggressive. They're coming in aggressive because they're also buying Vizio, which shows you this advertising component that they've got going. I think that what they've done is capture the zeitgeist of the country. Uh, they know that they have to fight inflation in order to keep customers there, and that's what they're doing. Uh, they have a, a rather remarkable attitude of just month after month being better, even January with the cold weather doing well. I, I find this acceleration of comp stores really exciting. And what it says is, okay, look, the consumer's having trouble. You know where they go? They go to Walmart. Right, they're in kind of a sweet spot for, for where we are right now. Exactly. Now, I have them on. Tonight. You have McMillan on. Yes, yes I do. do. And Sweet Spot was exactly what I was, what I was going to start with, hmm. which is the idea that this is uh, a, a place where everybody knows they're going to get the lowest price. But what people are finding is they're getting great uh, variety. I mean, I think the stores have had a major upgrade without them talking about it. That's one of the things that we really want to attack today. I think that they're getting a younger group coming in. Hmm. I think they're getting uh, more discretion. Uh, as I know you have Stephanie Link, she would say more discretion. Yeah. And uh, today, I just am very, this is something I rarely say. Well, look at the chart. I am, I mean, I am so excited about having the last quarter, by the way. Total misinterpretation. Stock went way down. Shouldn't have. This is the quarter where they just, this is one of the more breakout quarters of a gigantic company. And look at the size of it. Oh, I, what can I say? I cannot wait, wait to speak to Doug because they are um, offering not just food low, Apparel really low, aisle after aisle, sporting goods really low, electronics really low. But people don't go there who are from uh, this environment. Uh, and people who run billions of dollars, 
they're busy buying, I don't know, Norfolk Southern. Uh, this is, or, or, or Tesla, of course. This is the company they should be buying. Stock's going to open at a new high. Um, yes. It's a, a good-looking chart. Oh. And they've managed to work through the issues that were an overhang for a while, like inventory. I want you to listen. I know you have you sure. said McMillan no, on tonight. No, let's play away. But let's listen to Doug McMillan on the call because he addressed that very issue and where the company is now. We're just in a healthier place than we were a year ago, and I think uh, inventory is a big part of that. As we noted, inventory in the U.S. was down 4.5%, down 8% for, for SAMs, and, and that just enables us to operate uh, a lot more effectively. We saw markdowns in the quarter uh, be notably less than they were the year before, and all those have an effect on gross margin. That's a big deal because it was such an overhang that we talked about, you know, let's say a year ago, whether it was Target or Walmart, this inventory overhang, and it's just taken a while to work through. They all figured it out. Uh, no, I don't know about three through Target. I, I don't want to get too aggressive because I thought that Home Depot, if the stock had been up so much uh, and January not that good, and the cadence not that good. But I, I look at, at Walmart. And I say to myself, a global advertising business is expected to reach $3.4 billion? That's found money. How many companies have found money just laying on the floor? Uh, so I think that these guys are uh, serious, and there's a big three developing. There's Costco, there's Walmart, and there's Amazon. And that's how we buy things. Uh, uh, by the way, Walmart is very good e-com. They have good AI to try to figure out what people are doing. They had a great CES conference Doug, Doug had. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I just think what's not to like, and I know the futures are down, but I also know that the futures have been wrong. And I say be careful if you're betting against this market. Walmart, big part. Home Depot will learn more. Home Depot stock was up big. I think that we're going to have to get this. You know, we'll get to Capital One. Uh, but that merger with Discover signals that there's a level of merger activity in this country that means that you should buy Goldman Sachs, mm. means you should buy Bank of America. I think these are changing here. We've had a big run-up, so I know that you might just say well, that's why we had the run-up, but if that's the case, then why is Walmart up so, so much? The depot um, quarter, so transactions were down 1.7. Yeah. Average ticket was down. It plays into the broader story of where rates are, obviously, because higher rates are having an impact on not only new home buyers, but if you've already exhausted the renovation of your existing property, maybe you're making fewer trips and spending less at Home Depot. I had thought that the professional would have stronger numbers. Remember, this is more professional than, than do-it-yourself, which will look from Lowe's. Uh, I thought the professional, I, mean, I was looking at the decking stocks, which are just classic examples, and the door stocks. And those were all, they came in hot, appliance snow. But I do feel that uh, Home Depot anticipated a dramatic acceleration in remodel and renovation because people, uh, they don't want to lose that mortgage. So what are they doing? They're, they're redoing the home. And you can only but redo it so many you times. You can only redo it right? so many Just times. move room to room, I guess. I know. Mohawk had good numbers. <laughs> I mean, there isn't a part of the house that didn't do well except for the, the washer dryer. And then I question, what is the story with Whirlpool? I may have to go activist. For On Whirlpool? Yeah, for the club. Well, everyone else is activist. So got Norfolk Southern. It's all over. You know, we didn't get to with Walmart real quick before what, we wrap what, it no, up. They raised the dividend by the largest oh, amount in 10 no, years. I forgot this. about Thank that. Thank you 9%. for mentioning this. Our people at home are looking at these dividends. And we're like saying, eh, what does that mean? Home Depot did too. Now, nine. You know, you can lose. And by the way, talk about what people are talking about. They're going to split the stock because Sam, 
like for the employees to have a split stock. Now, if other people listen, you deal with a lot of institutions. They, their commission costs will go up, the, the large institutions, but I think Walmart is going to catch a second wave. Mm. Uh, as we get close to the split. All right. So you got Walmart's going to open at a new high. Depot's going in the opposite direction. It kind of sets the I stage. Not, I don't want to dump on Depot. We don't have to dump on it. The stock is doing what the stock is well, doing. Well, the, stock, the stock's dumping on itself. Yeah, there it you doesn't go. need me to dump on there it. There you go. I have um, to jump it, on that bandwagon. Okay. Important earnings reports, but the major earnings report of the week is NVIDIA. That's Wednesday after the bell. Oh, it's way, I can't take the pressure. Well, I almost folded There's a lot of pressure on because the stock's up better than 240% over the last year, well, it's and it's up 50% or so in, in just three months. What's riding on that this week? Well, okay. Uh, there's no doubt about that NVIDIA is the most important because this is the stock that out of nowhere has become the biggest. And the super micro scare. Big enough that you have a big old oh fat God. folder and, you know, on it. I'm actually focused on, you know, they have a big March conference where they're going to lay out a new AI vision as if they don't own the old AI vision. Uh, that's the, uh, the GTC conference. Mm-hmm. You know, look, last year they had that $4 billion upside surprise. And then if you take a look, the stock was flat for the second half of 2023, it turned out to be a digestion of the movie. Uh, I don't know what people want from from NVIDIA anymore. I just don't. I just don't know if anyone can possibly equal it. But this new, the margin on the next iteration, very, very high. So what they can talk about is, look, we've got these new chips, and we obviously can't make I mean, if you have every, there are a lot of countries in the world, okay? And the fact that he's got sovereign buyers let alone, I know Amazon's sovereign. You could argue that Microsoft's sovereign. Now, that being that those are almost nation states. But I think he can lay out a vision of the next gen that makes you feel like, I can't leave this. Like, Will Shantanu, and coming on a moment from the CEO of Adobe, I just don't think you can get the, the stuff that you want, whether it be from Zora with Sam Altman's outfit, or whether it be what Shantanu has. You can't get it fast enough and have it work. If you're doing it as much as I like Lisa Sue on the AMD, where they don't really have the software. People keep thinking that the stack is like, you know, like a stack of pancakes. It's a high-end intellectual property stack that he has. Is it, you mentioned uh, Chantanou from Adobe's coming yes. up momentarily. How great is that is, that he's here? Is the whole AI trade, in some respects, riding on what NVIDIA delivers this week? Yes. Palantir, Arista, Snowflake, yes. AMD, ASML, Snowflake, Taiwan yeah. Semi, Oracle, Arm, Adobe. Wow. All of these stocks that have surged, well, they have to riding in some respects the coattails well, of look, what I mean, NVIDIA has delivered. Every time, go just Google Jensen, and you'll see who he's with, whether it be with, you know, he can uh, be with Frank Slootman from Snowflake. You mentioned that you got to rent the you know, you rent the cloud there. Or you'll see him with uh, in this coming conference. I saw the list of companies that are speaking. I mean, everyone, every, Arista, well, yeah. <laughs> Jay Shree, she had a good quarter, by the way. All these charts are low left, high right. The stocks have all gone in the same Hold just a direction low virtually. Low left, high right. Well, look at I this. I missed that class. I cut that class. I just I, gave I, it I to you. I took art instead of that. Uh, well, they are. And though, look, and Supermicro does scare me, okay, because uh, it, it represents a short squeeze of uh, incredible proportions, as does the arm quarter because of the holdback of the soft bank and a couple of pillar uh, investors that really uh, aren't selling. But, yeah, I, look, can Jensen, can Jensen deliver, Jensen Wong? Let's put it this way. If anyone can deliver, it would be Jensen because Jensen has been proselytizing, but he has not really given you, other than one amazing keynote, the speed mm-hmm. of the next gen. And, you know, 
Look, the next gen is when we are replaced. Let's hope the next gen isn't coming anytime soon. Uh, I, I think it happened. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that other than, well, still here, other still than, than Mahomes and Andy Reid, everybody's, everybody's vulnerable. All right, we didn't even get to the, the deal of the morning. We'll, we'll get to that, oh, yeah, of course. We'll Shantanu's that. coming up as well. After the break, he will join us. The CEO of Adobe, live at Post 9, oh. first on CNBC. He'll break down his company's new AI feature. First, though, another look at futures. We will open lower if we were to open at this moment. Again, market reacting to Walmart, Depot, a lot of other things, too. More Squawk on the Street straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Scott, you and I are in for a treat. We have Adobe, and they announced a new AI feature for reader and acrobat programs. For people who create, this is making it so creation is so easy. Joining us now, first on CBC, is Shantan Ryan, CEO of Adobe. Shantan, it's just so great to have you on the set. Thanks for having me. All right, you've got a big announcement, and I think people have to understand in the context, when you get AI, when you use AI, what you really need is everything that comes with AI. But the only company that really has everything that can make it so creation would be easy is yours. So tell us about this. Well, uh, as you know, uh, Jim, we've been innovating a ton uh, with respect to AI, and it's all about how do you democratize access, uh, whether it's to creativity or whether it's to documents uh, with what we can do. And uh, today's announcement is huge. We all know the world's information is in PDF. There are trillions of PDFs out there. And uh, what we were doing was working on how we could understand the structure of PDFs and make them really responsible on mobile devices. Today, what we're announcing, though, is that we have a new AI assistant, uh, which is live both in Reader as well as in Acrobat. And so you can have a conversational interface with the PDF. 
just imagine you've opened a 100-page document, you want to understand the summary, you want to have a conversation with it, you want to ask questions, you want to correlate that uh, with other documents that you might have, as well as the entire information that you have in your enterprise. So we think it's a big uh, day for us. Okay, so this morning I, I get, get an interview with Doug McMillan from Walmart, and I, he had a big presentation at CES. I'm a little time-constrained, so I went in, it, it, yeah, I used chat to get the summary, which we do now. Um, what could I do if it, does it not or does it respond to any kind of summary in that I want very much to use it as a jumping off point to do something of my own? That's exactly what you can do, Jim. Okay. So you open up a PDF with an Acrobat mm -hmm. or Reader and uh, you can just click on a single button which says give me a summary and it'll give you all the summary, it'll point back in that document to where that information was gleaned from. Fantastic. But in addition to that, you can ask questions. So if you wanted to compare how Walmart's earnings uh, were this quarter versus the prior quarter, or I heard you talk about their advertising and right. you say, tell me more about where they're making money on advertising. I liked your concept of found money. That's the kind of conversation that you can have with PDF. Now, if you want to take that and actually create a document from it, you can then just cut and paste from that into Adobe Express, and you're on your way, not just to understanding the information, but creating your own reports. Okay, before I give it over to Scott, uh, you know I talk to you often about, I have a daughter who's a baker, and she designed everything based on you. I got the full suite for about 560. Uh, can you tell me how this is a step up from the current suite, and what you would get versus uh, what you get now? Well, Adobe is in three businesses, and if you think about, you know, what Adobe is probably best known for still, it's our creative business. And so what you're referring to, Jim, is what we call generative fill in Photoshop, or Firefly, which is our That's foundation model to create images. And I think the value really there was anybody who has the story to tell, they can, through text, take a blank screen and start their entire creative or ideation process. So that was on the creative side. On the small and medium business side, as it relates to marketers, what they want to do is they want to run campaigns. They want to personalize their information. So those were the two announcements that we had made before. Today's announcement augments all of that and brings it to PDF as well. How are you thinking about, you mentioned Firefly, the issue of copyright infringement, which has come to the forefront. And when you announced Firefly, you said you wouldn't, basically indemnify businesses that were sued for copyright infringement. So you must be thinking big about what is a still growing and very important issue. It's such an important issue for us, Scott. And at the end of the day, if Adobe doesn't you know, uh, champion creatives, I don't know which company would. So when we think about AI, we think about it in three layers. The data, the models or the foundation models that we're creating, and the interfaces where these creatives get value. We determined early on that as it relates to data, we were only going to train Adobe's foundation models based on data that we had licensed for, which is why we can indemnify it. Not only did we do that, we actually drove the entire content authenticity initiative. So for every piece of content you create within Adobe, you can have a nutrition label. You know, we uh, recently announced last week the AI Accord. So for us, it's not just about driving innovation, it's about driving responsible innovation. The, the other deal that everybody is, is, is having to, to play a, a new game in is this arms race. Um, your announcement today obviously sort of fulfills that. 
OpenAI last week announces Sora, your stock gets hammered, and the market view is like, well, this is right there impeding on, on Adobe's turf. You want to speak to that? Sure. I, I mean, first, we're working on our uh, video models as well. We worked on our imaging models. I think magic happens, Scott, when it's not just the model, but how that gets integrated and reflected in the interfaces that people are using. When you think about people who are going to be creating videos, I think there are two use cases. The first is in order to start the ideation process, maybe you're going to take something with a text prompt, create a piece of video, and start to play with it. That's actually the small part of the process. It's then what do you do with that video? How do you create the long form video? And that's where products like Adobe Premiere Pro or Photoshop or After Effects are clearly the industry standard. So we will do not just the foundation model, we'll not only do uh, what Sora did with Firefly so that you can start the ideation <laughs> process, but it's entire tools and workflows, which is where Adobe is going to focus and doing it in a responsible way. Now, Shadu, last question. Uh, somehow we think that AI is winner-take-all, loser-take-none. When I listen to you, these are two different businesses. Whatever, whatever Altman's doing has nothing to do with small and medium-sized business or large uh, consumer packaged goods company or Walmart. What they'll be doing with yours. They're just in the day-to-day -day researcher at a bank or anybody who's a lawyer. These are all people that aren't going to use Sam's product. Your product works. Without a doubt, when we think about Gen Studio, which is our product for enterprises, every single marketing department or agency is now going to say, how do I right. create all of the variants, all of this production that deals with it? And from the perspective of, I think, where Adobe continues to win, every time we've had one of these tectonic technology shifts, the market for this expands dramatically, and that's how we focus on driving innovation. What an opportunity. I'm looking at your stock and thinking, you, you knock it down, this has happened, this is not unusual. You knock it down now, ahead of the, <laughs> oh, I'm a stock guy, ahead of what's going to be a pretty good uh, report over the next several years, not quarters, because of what you've designed. And I want to thank you for everybody who's small, medium-sized business, but not at large, for making everybody be creative and unlocking their creativity. Thanks for having me, Jim and Scott. Shantanu Narayan is the CEO of Adobe, a stock that I've just loved forever. Great to have you, sir. Thank you. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. We're going to take a quick break here. The futures, as we said, are lower. We're back in just two minutes. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, coming up, it's Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell. You can take a look at the biggest gainers on the Dow so far. Not surprising, it is Walmart after earnings this morning up better than 4%. We've got Intel, PG, Chevron, and Amgen. More squawk on the street when we come back.
Chamber's Matt Dash as we count down to the opening bell. Want to talk about this call on industrials from Evercore? Yes, this Evercore call, and it's really important for people to realize when you downgrade Caterpillar, you're downgrading the king. They reported an amazing quarter. Jim Mumphrey's doing a terrific job. By the way, Ingersoll Rand, no slouch, the other downgrade. This is a what I expected to start seeing, and I'm sure you're going to be talking about it on your show. This more of a valuation uh, Let's say um, don't want to lose the profit, uh, ring the register call. Yeah. Because there ain't nothing wrong with Caterpillar. Look at the chart. I mean, the chart oh, speaks no. to exactly what you're saying. Yes. And I want to reflect on that by going to what David Costin is saying in his weekly kickstart. And he's talking about upgraded outlook for U.S. economic growth. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that, that sweet spot, cat. Now, that cat quarter had so much to like about it. But I felt infrastructure data set. Wow. Which is a retweet to NVIDIA. So what we have here is we think holistically, you can't pull out cap the way it used to be about mining and about China. China, by the way, not even a factor, although China, we can talk about it, had some good numbers over the weekend. But I say when you when you sell cat, what you're simply doing is saying, wow, I made a lot of money. And that has been the trade that's hurt people. I've done that for my charitable trust. You know, Caterpillar, we made a fortune on. So I said, you know what? I'm done. I am so thrilled. And then it went up another 20. That's been... That's the kind of market we've kind of been in. When I listen to the people on your show, which I do, both shows, it's very clear you did something last week about what happens if you, like, well, I left them. How do you get back in? Yeah. And, in this, and, not in this market. It's awfully difficult because the train has gone to the next station so fast. And I, I think that any manager has to be uh, concerned that if they took profits, there's no place to go. There's an article today in the journal about the, the, the trillions are still going to the sideline. And I keep thinking, trillions in the sideline, but you look at that Caterpillar chart. Look at the Home Depot chart. Look at the Walmart chart. I mean, there was so much and is so much money being made versus there's a, there's a cost to getting 5%. And the cost is you've missed out opportunities that may be of a lifetime when you speak of something like NVIDIA. We have opened lower. As you see here, the opening bells just ringing up the CNBC real-time exchange as well. The big board here, PhD Worldwide, celebrating being named Adweek's 2024 Global Media Agency of the Year. Then up at the NASDAQ, Major League Soccer kicking off its 29th season tomorrow. Congratulations okay, so MLS is uh, Apple+. Plus. I heard someone in the previous hour talk about how Apple doesn't innovate. Well, I mean, go watch some uh, MLS on the Vision Pro and tell me if you don't feel like that Messi hits you in the face with a ball. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do think, by the way, that when we look at what's going down today, uh, we could shake any one of these off because I don't think there's anything that's quite that negative. You mentioned Costin a, a moment ago. I like he Costin. did He did raise his S&P target again, again to 5,200. You know, he, he is, is very emblematic the way he has viewed this market and it just has, you know, 4,700, I think, was the first yep. target. And then the market starts to just get away from you. It's like, okay, 5,100. And now it's it's 52. Well, I, I think it, it's a great point because I looked at it. And again, I, I think Costa's work is superior. But For sure. he has to keep doing this. We used to call it salami cutting. You know, he's like, oh, my God, another salami, another piece, another piece. Versus Ed. Ed Yardani comes on your show. And he's been consistent and, again, reiterates but doesn't have this pressure of the incremental uh, piece that you have to talk about. By the way, can I just also mention yes. that if you look at who rang with the opening bell here, Ad Week, the trade desk quarter last week was a breakout quarter, TTT. And they're using trillion dollar ad market now. I remember five years ago, it was 660 
billion dollar. And when you sit there and you think about what Walmart's making at, now it is a wholesale shift. And a lot of these people just think linear. I mean, I, by the way, I'm sick of the linear is dead by people who watch linear. You're right. It's like, oh, what I'm watching is dead. What are you watching, rigor mortis from? It's like, but trade desk had a great quarter, and the size of the ad market has expanded because of someone like Chantanu. I mean, because you can make your own ads. We mentioned targets. UBS goes to 5,400. You talk about Yardeni. He's used the word exuberance. I know. And, and we're coming into this week where we say so much rides on NVIDIA. Did, did you see the stat, Jim, about the, the what we'll call the mighty mega caps? According to Deutsche Bank, which, which looked at this, the combined market cap alone of the MAG7 would make it the second largest country stock exchange in the world. Well, that's because those country stock exchanges are nothing. I mean, look, let's get this straight. Comparisons are odious. Your mother said it. My mother said it. When we look at these companies, these companies have the greatest balance sheet. They're not even, look, we know from listening to your show that the, the, the PEs are not even high. NVIDIA's PE on 2025, Ben Righteous, thank you very much, Melius, it may be 25. I mean, we can't. There's seven companies that are valued high. What happens when another hundred start creeping up there? Look at the size of Walmart's market cap. So if we had sold because the seven were too magnificent, so we leave Walmart on the, t- on the table? Eli Lilly. I mean, how much of my Walmart discussion just involves the wholesale change in the way that we live? So I just think the question is, when is Adobe going to be worth those companies? Rather than just saying, you know what, we have these elite, we have two worlds, I say we have the worlds are going to collide, and many of the companies that we like are going to be valued more. You know what other stocks have gone almost straight up? Cyber, Palo Alto, today after the bell. Don't you have Nikesh on? You bet tonight. I Tonight. Now, take a look at what the Chinese are saying. I was reading, there have been several sites. I read John Ellis's excellent site. Uh, and the, the Chinese are, I mean, it's like if you wanted to be, I'm not going to kid this to Nikesh. But they are the gift that keeps on giving to CrowdStrike and, of course, to Palo Alto because they're unbelievably good. So you got to be unbelievably great. Fortunately, Palo Alto is up to it. Now, a lot of, a lot of the tech companies that do cyber are not stopping enough. You only have to get in once. Mm-hmm. U.S. government very much involved. Uh, you know, when I look at these guys, when I listen to Sean New, remember when he answered your question about you know, security, privacy? I mean, everybody has to, all the stuff on the web has to be protected. Because at any given time, you may bump into, I'm not even gonna suggest a political ad that could be having one of the pre, one of the presidential candidates saying something that's not true. Or some president, or someone who'd been a president saying something that's not true. Because everything looks real. You just said something that sort of focuses, I think, where we are as a, as a market. You have to be unbelievably great and I wonder if that's where we're at now for almost every stock that's had a big rise, like the charts we just showed you from right. Cyber. Right. You could throw the Mag 7, uh, NVIDIA included, and so many other names. And the risk of having to be unbelievably great in the kind of market that we're in right now. Well, okay, so let's just, uh, let's, let's be uh, holistic and visionary about NVIDIA. What is the weakness of NVIDIA? U.S. government saying the Chinese can't have the latest and greatest. What does Shant, what does, I'm sorry, what, what does, what, what does Wang have to say? Jensen? Yeah, Wang, he has to say, okay, look, if we don't get China in 2026, we may not do as well. 2026. 
I think people are going to say, uh-oh, Jensen is worried. But that's been Jensen's line. Jensen's been saying this over and over again. But people who have missed the last 27 speeches that he gives may not know that he's worried about China. So someone may say, uh-oh, Jensen's worried about China. I mean, you look at his stock, stock price, you don't think he's necessarily worried no, about I anything. Mean, now, of course, no, it's down about no. 20 bucks. So you know what we haven't done yet? Let's what? do the deal. Cap One buying Discover, which, oh, yeah. which Discover is one of the biggest winners in the market, obviously, today. You like this deal? I love this deal. First of all, I think Fairbank is a genius. I once bet against Fairbank as a hedge fund manager. He's the CEO of Capital One. He called me. Remember, I was in the doctor's office. I don't know how he got my cell phone. And he just said, do you know anything about my business? I said, I'm about to go in for a particular kind of uh, procedure that I don't want to talk about. He said, well, why don't you just delay the procedure? I'm going to give you how Capital One works. And by the time I was finished, the coverage is short, went long. This has been just an unbelievable stock. The one reason they know how to lend. Hey, by the way, you know who doesn't know how to lend? Mm. Discover. They say there's great synergies, whether that's why MasterCard Visa getting hurt. But what I like about this deal more than anything else in the world, if they can get, get away with it, is that uh, they take out the biggest competitor. Now, if I'm uh, the FTC, Linda Khan, mm-hmm. I would say, well, wait a second. Uh, the way you get credit cards in this country when you're maxed out, as I was at one point in my uh, illustrious career, uh, is you get both those. They give you, they don't care. You get one from Discovery, you get one from Capital One, they give you, you know, you only have to pay 18%, which is good. Because if you prick us, do we not bleed? If you poison us, do we not die? But I do think that this is one that she ought to say, wait a second. Uh, but she's so busy going after the big ones. Yeah, By the way, she is, she's become an empty suit. Have you noticed how many deals are going on? Well, you tweeted this morning, quote, no companies seem scared of the FTC anymore. Yeah. Alluding to the fact that that if you were scared of the FTC, you don't try to do this deal. Well, we don't know whether it's because they were uh, they had such a beatdown in federal court uh, when they decided to uh, think that Microsoft was somehow going to corner the gaming group and that they were against an orphan drug company merging with a major pharmaceutical. Those were so ill-advised, those cases, that I think that the staff has said, listen, you want us to stick around? Stop it already. So there are two reasons why you might want to do this deal. One is because you think that the staff has said, listen, Con, we're not going for it. But the second is we got an election coming up. And I think bankers and lawyers are not thinking about the election. Oh, they're sort of gaming out yeah. the calendar. Maybe yes. this, maybe the FTC today isn't the same FTC tomorrow. Right. I think the FTC with another president may give them the Congressional Medal of uh, High Interest Rate Credit Cards. MasterCard's down 3%, Visa's yeah. down 2 Tell me why. All right, well, you, the, one of the way, ways they save is because of fees. You, you cut the fees. Uh, you only have to, the, these guys, you can play them off each other, only one. Can I just say that MasterCard, uh, Michael Meebach, he put up numbers that I will tell you, I happen to see tomorrow's paper today, and then I, he's raising numbers right now. He's raising numbers for tomorrow. Buy MasterCard. Well, tomorrow you'll get some hack analysts who will they never downgrade MasterCard because they, they, they may never, they get off the list. I love Mebeck. He's powerful, he's smart, and I think that MasterCard is a buyer. Let's talk some airline calls too because oh. JetBlue, uh, they got Icon in there. Big position, looks to be getting board seats, upgraded at Deutsche Bank today to buy from whole, almost more than doubles the price target to nine from four. He's talking about more balanced supply. Um, obviously, the stock went up a lot on the, yeah. the Icon news. Right. Um, and so now, now you got him there, and then you have the Southwest call too, which was up at Bernstein. It was on a sell. Right. So they take it off that, they well, put the price target at 32. 
Well, you, you, maybe you get icon on about this, but I feel that when they say supply, this is one where, uh, remember I said cybersecurity, the Chinese, the gift they keep on giving? Boeing is the gift that keeps on giving to the airlines because we don't want them to have more capacity. We want that extremely full flight so they can continue to raise rates. And if you don't have any Boeing planes because of the various woes of Boeing, mm-hmm. could be a win because on Wall Street, we just want good gross margins. If you're Southwest, they want to take share. Look at that Boeing chart. That does not look like the chart you were showing me. That's more like the North Face and Teton, you know, the... Well, because it's been, uh, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Trade on, on Boeing. Right. Yeah, every time you, every every time you think that things are going to be better, right. there's something else that comes out and then the stock goes goes back lower. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, you know, go long, go short. It's the ultimate trading stock because you just... You know, you, you just, the inconsistency of Boeing. Yeah, but when, when you talk to people who own the stock, it's like, well, what do you think about the issues? They're like, oh, it's a duopoly. Right. So it doesn't, even, so it Chinese, doesn't matter. The Chinese have a new plane. I mean, well. It's like, what do something? I want to wait till 2030 to get my, if I cancel my Boeing order, do I want to wait till 2030 well, we, to get Airbus? We jets? thought they would start making more money on the new plane. That was kind of a wrap. They had a great rap going there. But uh, no, I, I just think Boeing's problematic. I think the Southwest Air, they're, they're doing better. That may be a good call. I, I like that call. I think that, that everybody had gotten down on Southwest, and we, we had them on. They, they had good numbers. Look at the stock. It's made a nice comeback from when uh, they basically declared Major Mia Culpa in November, said, listen, we can't get anything right, but we're going to, and they have. I like that stock, and I don't like the airlines. What do you think of Tesla? I asked you that this morning because Tesla. Adam Jonas, Morgan Stanley's weighing oh, in. He stands by his overweight, yeah, but, but he certainly acknowledges the bearish sentiment. Uh, says, quote, our recent investor survey, now there were 84 respondents, aligned with the negative sentiment on Tesla shares. Three-quarters of respondents believe the stock is yet to bottom, and only one-quarter see the stock as a good way to play AI. I think it that speaks was... to the fact when we talk about the Mag uh. Seven, why some say it's either the Mag Five or the Mag Six because they've taken this one out based on its recent performance. Okay, the chart says says loads here. This stock bottom, and they got a new iteration coming out. By the way, yes, I absolutely know. I mean, it's been hugging this line. I, I know. By the way, the Cybertruck at Russ. And well, guess what? My F my F three fifty Russ, and it's something that happens. It's called. It's kind of. You studied that in, chem- in chemistry, remember, the oxide problems. But I think that when I read what, when I, when I read what Jonas said, I, please, uh, Adam, turn the station to uh, Viacom, uh, Nickelodeon for a second. Uh, this conventional wisdom, he's got conventional wisdom. And that's what I want to shoot against right now. You got a new iteration. I'm, I'm t- you know, this bet against must trade has lasted for about as long as it can last. Do you, you feel like, well, that, that speaks to what the Jonas call is partly about, that the stock hasn't bottomed. That's well, three quarters it, of the respondents say the stock's yet to bottom. You don't want to wait for the next iteration he's got coming out. And I do think that there's EV on we, and that all started to me when we, when Steve Scher came on from uh, Hertz and said, well, and people are having a lot of actions with backing up. Backing up's a problem. Well, I, I don't know. I back up. It's not really a problem. When you back up, I mean, I knew you. Backing up is, tends to be not a problem. Even like when you're taking your driver's test. Remember you passed that, they had to back up. Well, apparently, if you took this with a Tesla, you'd have to you'd flunk your driver's test. Uh, oil prices are not backing up uh, anymore. They're going up, right? Well, look, there was this sham article in the journal not that far about from, how we're not, not going to have more. Not that far from 80 more. bucks. Well, look, you, we're, we're, they keep 
Do you know how many years we called the top in the Permian? When it was 10 million, then it was 11 million, 12 million, that was a big top. 13 million, 13 and a half million. Well, I got to say, most of these mergers are about getting more out of the oil out of the ground with less because of the technology. So I'm, I'm putting the kibosh on that. But I think that they'll produce as much oil as they need without knocking down oil. Rusty Brazil today from RBN talks about how there's a lot of refining capacity. The refiners have been horses. Marathon Pete, horse, just a horse. By the way, the Mass Limited Partnership's back from dead. Is there a risk in the whole story here of oil if it continues to go higher? Okay, so I mean, get, for that rates are up, inflation's for that we have to up, go right. PPI, we, CPI were hotter. Now we got. Do we have to worry about oil we're pushing not, higher? We're not going to worry about oil. Uh, terrific piece today uh, by Michael Semelis, of course, as always, uh, for the eye of the market at J.P. Morgan, talking about not only do we not have to worry about we mentioned specifically about oil, but. I did not realize 50% of the jump in January CPI or PC inflation is about imputed inflation of own home, imputed rent, not rent itself. He said February will reverse. That's very positive. Against that, I want to point that if China really has bottomed and starts going up, well, that's going to be a problem for, that would be a problem for oil. We don't want China to come back. I mean, when China, although I understand they're militarizing uh, uh, apartment complexes there. It's, I'm not kidding. I mean, the government is starting to, I think the government's running in fear there. I'm looking at the 10-year. Uh, oh, we're yeah, talking about going? inflation. Well, 427, 428. Oh, that's yeah, the yeah. highest since November. All right. Uh, Bullard says March makes sense. Richard Fisher was on Squawk. March, he says there's March, no need to do anything March 20, in March. March 2025 makes sense. This economy, I, I sent a piece out this weekend to club members, and I said this economy has not only not slowed down with the, with the rate hikes, it's accelerating again. Uh, so I think that I now am taking May off the table, maybe in the fall. What do we need a rate cut for? We have employment. I mean, you take a look. There was an excellent piece in Restaurant News about the way that, that the rate, the, the wages have gone up so much. And, and that's a classic discretion, OK? Restaurants. You cannot, unless you're going to look the other way on green card, which I advise you not to do because ICE will arrest you. Uh, I think that we are looking at a next wave of inflation, not in rent. But and not and I'm going with Semblis, not right now. But the idea that we have to keep rates steady is just imperative. Is, is the market going to be okay if it is higher for longer? As long as higher for longer doesn't mean more yeah, rate it hikes. Just, it just pushes out how long how long we can love it. Well, because right? Jeremy I mean, Jeremy Siegel has the view you do that the market's not reliant and overly so on rate cuts. I've been with Jeremy since he was managing the uh, uh, the endowment of the building that my father lived in. This society of towers. Oh, a great job, it. by the way. All right, before we head to break, it is time for the bond report. Let's check out how treasuries are faring this morning. Just told you what interest rates are doing. Yields, well, at least the 10-year highest since November, 427. We're as high as 428. There's the two-year at, well, pushing 460. We're right back after this break. All right, it's time now for Stop Trading with Jim. Look, you tweeted about the COF yeah, yeah, Discover want, deal getting stronger for COF. I, I, I you wanna, like it? Yeah, I want to explain to people why I think you should buy COF. Remember, it's the stock deals. Typically, you wouldn't. But remember, Capital One's really changed its model. It's not just subprime. I should I really emphasize that. It really does go head-to-head -head against J.P. Morgan America's press. It really made it upscale. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a hidden 
gem here. Discover has Discover Global Payments Networks, one of only four U.S.-based global payment networks. So there is something very proprietary buried within Discover that's going to be fabulous for a card, Capital One, that does span small business, uh, wealthy, uh, not as wealthy. And now with the Discover Network, I don't know. You got to buy this. Look, do you have to buy NVIDIA down big? Look, yeah, NVIDIA, NVIDIA, by the way, since you mentioned, is down more than 5% If you, if you put right a gun now. to my head right now and said, should you buy NVIDIA? I'd say, well, you take this stupid gun from my head. There you go. Well, we'll see. Wednesday after the bell, it's going to get real. NVIDIA own it, don't trade it. The cheese, you know, and Jensen, <laughs> you know, you, what can he do? I mean, what does he have to say? Listen, I'm, I, I, I'm doing a, a self-tender for my stock. I mean, I don't know. Just do it. The, the Grace Hopper, we'll learn that. That's like the movie Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. the Grace Hopper. So tonight on Mad, you have, uh, you have Some revolution. home runs tonight, McMillan and Aurora. I like, well, I think that those, Nikesh, Palo Alto, fantastic. Doug, I, what more do I have to say about Doug other than I think that Walmart, I don't know when you were there last. Oh, my God, I got one on 22 that is killer. But my one in Quaker Town is amazing. You gotta go with me to Walmart. New high, it's up six percent, uh, just shy of that. We're gonna go to the one near Asbury. Oh man, the food is dynamite. You and me on that food. What the hell? Why not? My daughter looks down. It's fantastic. I wanted to make sure that we included me. Yeah, why not? We'll go with Josh too, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, I have Josh on you the do? half today who says. Tell him enough with the self-deprecation. He says, "Look, he says of Nvidia this week. He says it's the whole ball game for the most crowded trade the whole on ball earth." Game. The whole ball game for the most crowded trade being the Mag Sevens. Well, you know what? Well, that's what's coming up on the half. With Mahomes was was uh, very crowded. How'd you do, Purdy lovers? How'd you do? Own it, don't trade it. Debo, how'd you do? All right. Yeah. After the break, we're going to turn back to the retailers as both Walmart and Home Depot top earnings estimates trading in opposite directions. As you see, stay with us. We're right back. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com/slash now.